0: What's going on everyone? Welcome to Cartoon Season. I am Tyler and this is of course where we're going to talk about animation. Have a good time talking about some tunes. <laughs> um, did you know, one thing I always found weird to first just derail everything, um, Looney Tunes is spelled T-U-N-E-S. Most people don't know that. Most people feel like it's spelled T-O-O-N-S. If they already guessed, they would lose. They would lose that game show question. And that's because... uh man, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's because they are in conjunction... Or at least, like, not quite a response, but it is kind of like an offshoot of Merry Melodies. Okay, Merry Melodies, which is another thing that Warner made, um, which has, like, the Tunes in it somewhat... Um, Looney Tunes might have been like a rebrand. I, I don't quite remember the structure of everything, but Looney Tunes comes from a thing, a show called Merry Mary Melodies. Melodies also, you know, music. And I'm pretty sure this was first used... Merry Melodies, I think, was first like a vehicle for music. You know, it was for like people showing off their their music almost. Um, and so they had animations over it. Yeah, it was something like that. It was It, w- it was some sort of like marriage of animation and music and so they called it Merry melodies um and then I, 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 don't, I don't remember exactly how looney tunes spun off from that but then they called looney tunes and of course they kept it t-u-n-e-s because it was like oh because it's a it's from Merry melodies from the music aspect but tunes like tunes it's a homophone no i don't think it's a homophone I don't think it's well. anyway um talk about some tunes you know we got cartoons and anime movies and shows we got a big venn diagram there today we're hitting the spot of a anime show um, called sword Art. sword Art online first season um, this is a show that i feel like oh man i've heard so much about <laughs> i've heard so much about this show um i have heard actually from my good friend ray um, which we do a podcast together called untitled and focused where we talk about mostly anime video games, books, movies, all that stuff. Go check that out. That's back from a very long hiatus. Go check that out. Um, but yeah, me he told me about a lot about Sword Art over the years and uh, easy he always tells me that first half of Sword Art is always really good. Like any, any season, pick, pick any season of Sword Art, first season is always re- or the first half of the season really good. Second half of the season not good. Not good. Waste of your time. But I finally gave Sword Art a try because it is one of the more popular anime in existence and um, you know, i i could like it we don't know who's to say um and today i'm gonna talk about uh sword art uh a a few of the main topics will be uh i want to discuss if you would play this game uh i i do want to talk about some uh, the the idea of op characters i also want to touch a little bit on the kirito and and asuna relationship that's always really nice And then obviously, like we do with that, whenever it comes to seasons of shows, we're going to talk about some predictions, some predictions for season two. Um, Before we get into that, always want to remind y'all that you can find more episodes of this on the Tiger T YouTube channel, or you can, of course, go to pretty much anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We got, got them everywhere, you know? Um, And of course, there's also a Tiger T Twitter and also a, my personal Twitter, um, if either of those interest you, um, mostly a good place to recommend some some sweet content you want to see good place go there. Um, but yeah, we got season one of Attack on Titan. And would you play this game? It's an interesting question. Um, you know, gamers do have this fascination with complete immersion. That's a big reason why VR is a thing. You, know, you, you, know, you want to you be in the game. You know, that's always, always the end goal, right? Whenever you see these movies about games always like ah oh, you, gotta, you gotta be in the game could you imagine if we could be in the game rather than just holding a controller and controlling the game be in it you know you actually experience it you know there's not enough immersion um i think that's you know a lot where this this show comes from i think a lot of like the isekai shows where you go into a game That's this was appealing to to a lot of gamers because it's it's something that would be cool if we could do in real life right um the thing that sucks about this though, <laughs> is that if they if they die in the game, they die in real life. So you know that's that I think would be the checkout for me. I was like, okay, let's go into a game, you know, you you put on a VR headset, you know, it's way more immersive than the VR we have today, because it's the future. It actually feels like you're in the game, you know? But the moment that they introduce the idea of, well, if you die <laughs> If you were to happen to get to your, your HP reaches zero, you'd die in real life. That'd be it. Wouldn't, wouldn't touch it. Wouldn't ever think about that game ever again, you know? That's crazy to me. Now, obviously, these people didn't have a choice. They were thrust into it, and while they were already in the game that they loved, they were trapped, and now they, you know, they, you die in real life, you die in the game. You know, af- after a month, over 2,000 players were dead. Crazy. Crazy. Two thousand people. You imagine two thousand people. <laughs> Can't even imagine what a room full of two thousand people looks like. You know, um, and then you may also have to watch your entire party just die, like Kirito has done, I think multiple times at this point. Um, very traumatizing. So it's like that question I had earlier: Would you play this game? Most people would probably say no. I think I, I think the the average rational human would say no. Um, you know, just because of the the very very extreme possible consequences um you know but you know i do feel like if if this was stripped of that i think most people would say yes you know i think going into a game you know even a game like this does seem kind of generic um but i mean it's not really any different than your typical mmo right i mean you got you got yourself you got your stats you got this cool like upgrade system and you got your party where you can go on like a raid sort of thing um i know this is less so with raids and more so of floors of a tower but um you know it's it's an interesting question <laughs> it's something that definitely has multiple facets to it and like different variables that you know if they had this yes if it didn't have this no um you know I'm just interested. i mean i'm more so interested in anyone out there that would still say yes it's like oh if you die in the game you die for real would you play this yes please let me know if you're one of those people because that's oof, uh you you must be very confident in your gaming abilities put every game on easy <laughs> uh, but then after that we get more into the show actually and I do want to talk about OP characters as an idea so I think that's something that has become more and more prevalent in you know in the anime landscape um, you know giving characters overpowered stats um, and try and play with that you know I think the first one that I ever watched that was like that was one punch man um, you know one punch man he, he kills everything in one punch right that's that's his thing and I think one punch man did a really good job because they paired that with well he doesn't like that he's one punch man he doesn't like that he's gotten so powerful that every fight is boring to him you know like he wants a challenge he you know he he wants to spar with someone you know um, you know so you gotta play with a more of like more of a comedic aspect to you know to a character like that where um, you know, when it comes to sword art, we have Kirito, who starts the show just 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 being a monster. You know, he he was a um, a, a beta tester, so he kind of knows a lot of the stuff already. You know, I guess maybe the the skills carried over, or whatever. And um, you know, so he so he's already a monster, right? And and I don't think that originally turned me off of the show because OP characters can be interesting. You know, so him being like that. So okay, so you know, what are they gonna do with this character? You know, what what is the show gonna be? You know, because even with the idea that you die and you die in the game, you die in real life. It's like, well, he's 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 OP. So he's just gonna win, right? You know. So I guess maybe the show would come from him seeing people lose. But even then, is that you know, is that enough? We um, immediately get hit with some you know, some spice, right? Where he he defeats. Lee Fang or illfang see it's tough see, guys guys it's, it's it's tough to read because i don't know who started this but capital i's <laughs> and lowercase l's when you type them they look the same it's like come on why why in our typing system why don't why did we get rid of the two horizontal lines on the on the capital i come on again we can't tell them apart um so he, so, so he defeats illfang and he gets accused of being a beater which is a beta tester and a cheater. Very clever, very clever ma- marriage of two words. Um, you know, I think that that was some nice spice to add to it because it's like, oh, other players don't look kindly on beta testers because they feel like the beta testers know all this information and they could be giving it to us to make us all better, especially in a situation like this where this, this game is real now. Like, we could die and we feel like we could die because we were missing information that you had. You know, you, you, you could have let us in on some of these skills or some of this knowledge to help us win. You know, which is a very selfish way of thinking, I feel like. Um, I don't feel like Kirito owes anyone anything. And, like, also, I, I admittedly, I, I did not just watch the show. But, like, just because he's really good at all this stuff that you can't just transfer that over. You know? You know, I think you know, the part where their their ideology falls apart is that Kirito doesn't really have secrets. You know, he doesn't have like all the secret knowledge, like a secret map and like secret tools and you know that, that that he's like hoarding for himself. Like he just is a really skilled player. Like he has really high stats. <laughs> you know, like he can't just transfer stats over to someone else. Um but I do like that that he's kind of painted as like a bad guy and he just embraces it because he's like whatever like you know because because of his past things that have happened to him you know he, he, he is okay with embracing that because he wants to be alone you know like he wants to get through this and part of him would probably feel really good if he's the reason why he you know the game breaks and everyone is set free but he he's cool with being alone um, and then a little bit later on, he effortlessly survives a barrage from orange players. Now, if you remember, orange players are players who do bad things. Um, red players are players that have killed, they have killed other players, right? Orange players are just like, they steal, they attack other players, but you know, red players are like, you, you've murdered. <laughs> um, but he, he just effortlessly survives it, you know, like, um, you know, at the time, again. To make an op main character work i think you still have to have moments where you're not sure you know where like a certain fight happens or a certain enemy comes and you're like oh i actually don't know if Kirito's going to win this and, and i think for a hot second you you think that in this moment because there's a lot of them and they seem pretty powerful and they all attack at once and you're like oh man Kirito's is really strong but there's a lot of people and then even with that, like they're they're slicing and dicing him, and he's <laughs> he's taking, cause like you can see like his health bar, he's taking like slivers of the health bar are are dropping, and <laughs> everyone is so scared, cause they're like, yo, what, what, this dude's a demon, we're throwing everything we have at him, and it's we we've now shaved off one percent of his health, you know. And at that moment, that moment, they know they have made, they've chosen the wrong side. Um, You know, but again, with that for a hot second, you're like, I don't know. I don't know. Kirito might lose this. You know, he might have some trouble again. Maybe he won't lose, but he might have to put in some effort here. You know, it doesn't happen, but it it was still a nice moment. And it was still something that I didn't, I didn't look back at in retrospect and say, oh, that was, that was dumb, you know um he can dual wield that's another really cool thing again i think another thing you have to do with op main characters is there does have to be surprises you know i think when you introduce an op main character you can't just show off his abilities episode one but this is everything he can do you know like no like we we even see something else or something that he he hasn't shown anyone before is that he can dual wield because a dual wielding skill i guess is something that like isn't actually in the game or something like that um or like you're not you're not supposed to be able to access that skill but he does have it like that was a great moment especially with the fight because they were losing the fight like this is this is one where we didn't just think he was going to lose because of the optics like we actually were in the fight and he was losing you know so he busted out the dual wield skill and is able to just barely hang on and defeat the monster so that his friends will live you know and he, he basically dies in that moment um, again, uh, you, you, you gotta keep it interesting when you have characters like this. I think Sword Art did a really good job. Um, he's able to, he, and then at the end, he's able to defeat Heathcliff, who was supposed to be OP himself. You know, he, he basically is a cheater, like an actual cheater in the game. And, and Kirito is able to beat him. And, you know, I think that is another good thing the show does is they introduce another OP character, OP for different reasons. And... We're able to see the growth and the, you know, Kirito and Asuna kind of figuring out why Heathcliff is able to do the things he does, you know, um, to be able to beat someone like him. Um, It's it's just great, you know, so I think overall, characters like this, I don't think it's easy to write a show around a character like this, you know, because it can get boring very quickly and... I think for all intents and purposes Sword Art did a really good job of keeping it interesting and, and, and not just like, oh well, every time there's a fight we know characters gonna win, so let's just let's just hit fast forward a few times on this so I can get to the rest of the story, I guess. Like no, I think you know, I think there are a lot of fights where you know he's gonna win, but there's a lot of them where you don't, and even some of them he loses. And so that introduces a whole new obstacle of like, well now he's gotta he's gotta figure this out. You know, so I think overall did did a really good job. I think OB characters are tough. Um, there are different you know many different angles that you can take a character like that and I think Sword Art uh picked one that worked for at least the first season. Then I want to talk about Kirito and Asuna's relationship. Um you know romance is always something that gets me when it comes to these shows, so the fact that this show has introduced a romantic a romance element is a, a, is a gold star for me. Um Let's start with having a nap in a field very nice <laughs> you know uh, that's a nice introduction to kind of both of their characters um you know, we, you know kirito just kind of being like eh whatever i'm chilling you know and then for asuna to kind of reprimand him to be like dude we have stuff to do <laughs> like we're trapped in a game like are you gonna help <laughs> you know and then for for kirito to, to kind of finally introduce this idea to her that like dude you can like take a rest like me like us being tired all the time is not going to help us you know and like you like Asuna herself you can tell by like the clothes she wears like what, what like guild she's a part of and like um you know show that she's powerful and she's obviously very very busy and doing a lot of stuff and um you know more more like the front lines of everything but like for it to throw that idea and in, in, into her head to be like why don't you just take a break <laughs> you know like we'll, you'll be good like that you know and then and, and then she does And then another kind of the end cap to that moment is her waking up and finding that that, that Kirito is still there. And the reason he's still there is because he wants to like watch over her, you know, to make, you know, because she's just, you know, maybe a little sexist, I guess. But like she is a girl and like she's just napping in a field by herself. You know, someone could come up on her and maybe attack her or something, you know. So like Kirito still being there, you know, you see that Asuna is very, very appreciative of that where he didn't have to because they don't know each other you know, they're not friends, um, so that's, that's a really nice start to their, their dynamic and their eventual relationship, um, Asuna convinces Kirito to team up with her, with her food, <laughs> that's a that's really nice moment, you know, I think this, this relationship is, is nice, I think that's, like, the, the best word I can use for it, and, like, not in a bad way, just, like, it's really nice, like, of how everything kind of falls, falls together, you know, because, again, like I said earlier, Kirito, is not someone that wants to have a team because i think you know he's he, he's afraid of the implications of that and um you know asuna sees him as an ally and like sees him as strong and like um you know he wants to team up and then so she just gives him food and that's great because on one thing it shows just how simple kirito can be but also it shows a skill of asuna where again i, I didn't i guess i just for a second i thought about the again the kind of like sexist application the 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 sexist uh, you know in insinuations of this where like the, the female character is good at cooking but like that's another really cool thing where it's like kirito's not good you know so like in that moment i, I, I sort of giving her him, him that food and him being like how did you get this and she's like oh i made it and he's like what <laughs> what do you mean you made this what did you make this with how did you do that you know and like also them being in a video game and he's just like H- how did you make this taste like it does in real life and like it, it's just so cool because like that that's another skill that he's obviously never like gone into before and she's over here like oh yeah i love i love cooking i love having that skill and like also from a video game perspective i mean i again i don't i haven't watched this i didn't watch this recently but like in a lot of video games like food can be more than just health like it can add like different status effects and stuff so like that's a very useful skill for a character to have um after surviving being poisoned by cura deal they kiss and agree to marry very nice again a, a, a very tense scene um you know with the poisoning and with the betrayal and everything like i never really trusted that man um i, I think it was super smart for that whole thing to happen but props to Kuridio for for pulling that off and like poisoning the one dude and then getting a kirito as well like he a very uh successful (laughs) thing um you know very successful mission for him for for the most part um but you know i feel like the ending of it where of course how does kirito get out of it asuna was keeping tabs on him and asuna saves him you know um, in that moment, they, you know, a, a, everything kind of whirlwinds together to the moment of them kissing and agreeing to marry, you know, them finally realizing that they are, they are meant for each other. And, you know, also the, the, I don't know, just like the, them being in that world and it being like, yeah, this is, this is our life. You know, like we are not getting of this anytime soon. And since we are here, our people, we know each other. we We know who we are. And I think being together makes sense for us, you know. Um, you know, it, again, it's, it's all culminated into this one moment, into this one gesture, um, and it's again really nice. Um, they find a kid and act more like a family. That was very strange to me, but I understand it from like them being in this weird video game world, um, and um, them being trapped here and them really not knowing how long they're gonna be here for. So I'm being like, let's not, let's not not have like some sort of family life um and then Austin sacrifices herself to save Kirito from Heathcliff um yeah yeah that's another moment where again that that just strengthens their relationship to show that they would sacrifice themselves for each other you know I you know I think that's one of the more I guess common (laughs) ways that that like writers can you know can show how how strong a bond is is between two people by you know I'd risk my life for you but I mean it works here um and then no ah man there's another name I hate pronouncing names no nobuyuki nobuyuki that's that's what I'm gonna say intends to marry Asunakoma. Koma oh man bad man I'm glad I didn't know how to say his name bad man terrible guy um, that was a weird, that, 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 that kind of hits the weird second half of the show that like kind of proves, uh, my good friend Raymond, that kind of proves his, his theory, right? That like, ah, just a weird story, <laughs> you know, like in a coma, like, ah, it's, it's not okay. Like that is a definition of non-consent, <laughs> literally impossible. <laughs> not only saying no, you can't even, you can't even say anything can't even say anything so like that was that was terrible awful um and he like uh, he, he like abuses her in front of kirito like ah uh, it's, it's just it's, it's just a part of the show where you just watch it and you're like can i skip through this you know can i can i just fast forward <laughs> i don't want to watch this but um past all of that again like them in real life they, they even fall for each other in real life which is nice you know not not you know it's not the game or not not always inside the game. And, um, you know, just, just the real world things that now Kirito would do for Asuna. You know, now that she's still trapped in the game. In this weird coma. And, um, you know, that, that he would do stuff in the real world. That he would find a way to save her in real life. Um, you know, again, it is one of the more simpler ways to show, you know, the strength of a bond between two characters. But he did it. But, like, it happened twice on opposite ends. Like opposite realities, almost, you know. So it's just, ah, I just, it's just nice. It's just great, you know. The relationship is great. Um, This is one that I have heard bad things about, but I still do really hope that they don't destroy her character. Um, One of the last episodes, I discussed. um, What did I talk about? Attack on Titan season one, and I talked about how I, I really hope that they don't destroy Mikasa's character and just make her kind of like a, a lap dog. For Eren. Because I think it could turn that way. And I really don't want it to. Um, I, I've kind of heard some things. That that does happen to Asuna. Which really sucks. Because Asuna's another really strong character. Very much an independent character. Um, you know she was all of these things. Before she met Kirito. And she's continued to be throughout the show. Yes the ending she did. Need Kirito to save her. But I think that worked with the plot. You know it wasn't like i didn't really see it as just another generic damsel in distress you know because also she saved him multiple times in the show it wasn't always one-sided it was you know happened both ways so like i didn't i didn't really look at this like ending little mini arc as like a detriment to her character um but, yeah, I've heard some bad things about her character. So, I just I just really hope they're exaggerated, you know, at the very best. Hope they're exaggerated. Um, and then, move on to the inevitable Season 2 predictions. Um, got a few for you. Um, weird that they would go back to, to one of these types of games. Yeah, that, that was something that I was discussing with, with Ray um, The one day. <laughs> um... I just think it's odd i think it's odd that they would go because like the end of the show i mean we've now walked into two different games at this point in just the first season that they get trapped or there's some weird stuff going on the first game they got trapped the second game was like a really weird conspiracy plot for that whole like nobuyuki guy like i, I don't know i feel like at this point at the end of season one them being like and now we're gonna jump back to this game and have fun like, nah, I don't know if I would, I don't know if I would do that. I don't know if I would ever jump into a game ever again. I'd play a game, you know, give me a controller, but like, I don't know if I'd ever jump into a game ever, never put a headset on again. I'd be afraid to put hats on, you know, like we don't know. We don't know what technology is in this hat. Um. And then again, like, but to kind of contradict that because of the nature of the show, I don't really know what else SAO could be you know, like, I know there's multiple seasons, there's, like, different spinoffs of this show and everything, while I don't think it's smart for them to go back into a game like this, I don't know what else Sword Art Online as an idea could be, like, in its description, it is a anime <laughs> where characters have to be in, in a game, you know, so I guess, I guess season two is where they get stuck in a game again, like, I don't, because again what else is the show going to be is it just going to be a second season of them having fun being in a game and like oh man i gotta beat this boss like i guess it could be but i think it's gonna be a lot more difficult to make that exciting after having a season one where the hook is they got trapped in the game they got to get out you know um and then I think we may see a more organic progression, you know, since they're starting at floor, I don't know why I said floor 100, floor 1, floor 1, why did I say floor 100? I don't know, um, you know, because they are kind of going through the, you know, the game from the start again, so I think we could see us actually, you know, them put more detail into them grinding through the floors, because that was that, that was one of the small gripes I had with the with the main arc of the show was that i think they blew through the floors way too quickly like it was like episode five and they were already on floor 50 (laughs) i'm like "Hmm, there's there's 20 more episodes of this how how long are they going to go through these other these other 50 floors um you know they i I understand why they paced it that way you know given what the show became but um you know i think it's definitely possible for season two to be more of like Okay, we're actually seeing them go through the floors more and actually deal with more of the video gamey aspects of the plot rather than the we're trapped in it plot. Um, and then yeah, I, like I said here, you know, maybe they'll actually focus on the, the game because there's no more real world villain. You know, of course, we could always get another real world villain again. Uh, it would make sense as to what SAO could be. Oh, it's trapped in the game, but I think it would be nice for them to focus more on the game itself and create a villain within the game rather than an outside source, you know, rather than always bringing the real world into it, you know. Um but I don't know. We'll see. Um Yeah, that, that's all the predictions I got. Um Season 1 overall pretty good. You know, I think that the that second arc there was kind of weak and kind of weird. Um I, I don't think it made the show bad though. Um, I still think season one was a pretty strong first season. I was entertained throughout the whole thing, um, and I'm hoping that it at least keeps that up through the rest of the seasons. Like I said, you know I'll watch season two as soon as I can, but um, you know I'm hoping it does keep that up. Hopefully, um, it was it was enjoyable. You know it was good. It was it was good action. It was good little mysteries. Good relationship between the characters. Good characters overall. Um, again, I just thought that the last third got kind of weird with that plot and you know the weird like nobuyuki stuff didn't need that didn't need to see that um and also the weird like sister cousin thing where it's like oh he's not really we're not really family or something i, I forget because like they, they adopted kirito and and then like it was weird very very weird um i i hope that dies <laughs> in this season <laughs> we, we do not have to discuss that more in the second season um yeah that's that's pretty much the show um season two as soon as i can uh let me know what you thought of the first season let me know if you are watching it along what your season two predictions are as well see if you got any other ones um yeah that's pretty much it um yeah and that's it uh like i said go to Tigers to youtube or other podcast services to watch more episodes of this like i said cover all types of cartoons and anime movies and shows of course um let me know what else you want to see me do obviously in the comments or on twitter like i mentioned um please go also check out the other podcast i do with my friend ray where we talk mostly about anime but also sometimes about movies books video games all types of stuff um that it's back from a long hiatus so i am trying to promote it as much as i can because it is back back and better than ever (laughs) um and uh yeah yeah that's it um so till next time watch season two of the show and uh let me know what else you want to see me do